Episode 85, Energy First Miniseries, Part 2. Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to part two of my Energy First mini-series and this week we're going to be talking about intention because intention is everything. The evidence behind this also comes from quantum physics and this comes from the observer effect which is something that has been around for a hundred years and has been recreated hundreds of times probably by hundreds of different people, and it always comes up with the same result, which is that we can affect matter by observing it. And the participator effect by John Wheeler, who who showed us that it is our intention that actually affects this matter, this physical matter. So we, by consciously observing something, we can affect whether it is then seen as energy or matter and by participating with this energy which is consciousness we can also affect the result through our intention so if our intention is that it is going to be matter then it collapses into matter the energy collapses into matter if our intention is that it is going to be energy then it remains as an energy wave So in today's episode, I really want us to grasp the full extent of what intention means because it's so much more than simply your conscious intent behind something. And that is because we're also going to look at the metaphysics today behind intention as well. But first, let's have a little think about what intention is. So for example, when I wrote my book, my intention behind the book was to wake up people's energy, if you like, activate dormant DNA, expand their consciousness, allow them to think beyond their current reality, allow them to think beyond their current life. This was the intention that I had when I wrote my book. Now let's think about what is the intention of a film. So somebody wrote the film, someone came up with the film idea, they wrote this script for it, they had the actors for it, but what was the original intention of the film? Was it a beneficial and high vibrational intention? Or was it more of a dark and lower vibrational intention? Because it is the intention behind the film that creates the energy that we absorb when we are watching it. Now let's think about the intention behind your business. Why are you running your business? There may be many different reasons why you're running your business, but what is the intention behind it? Was the intention simply to make money? Was the intention to do something that you are passionate about and you love? Was the intention to add more beauty into the world? Or was there no intention at all? Did you just start this business just because it just it seemed like a good idea at the time and now you're still running it in this way but you actually don't have a specific intention of why you started it? Well, 
there will still be an intention in there somewhere. And because we create our life and reality through our intentions, it is important that you understand and find the intention of why you began your business, why you are running your business, and then you turn that into your conscious intention. That becomes your conscious intention for your business, which then allows you to create more success and manifest more of the reality that you want to experience. The more intentional we are in our life and business, the more we will experience the intention that we send out into the world. Although we understand the science behind intentions now in terms of quantum physics, intentions have been around for a very long time and could be seen as spirituality in the past because intentions are what we used to call spells. I think many of the scientists in the world are now beginning to wake up to the reality that we probably are not the most advanced species that has ever walked this planet, and it's looking more and more likely, and there's more evidence to prove this, that there were an advanced civilization living thousands and thousands of years ago who probably were far more advanced technologically and scientifically than we are now. But the difference between them and us is that they understood how to work with and harness consciousness, how to harness and tap into the laws of nature, the laws of the universe, the laws of physics, if you like, in a way that doesn't use AI or AI technology that we are trying to replicate today in order to give ourselves the super abilities that probably our ancestors already had. So because these advanced civilizations understood much more about technology and science than we do today, they understood about conscious intent. And conscious intent, like everything in life, can be used for good or bad or negative, low vibrational, however you want to view it. And it is the intention behind everything that then dictates the direction, the energetic direction of where that thing will then move off into. If we look at this, if we come at this from a metaphysical point of view, which is the understanding that everything has an energetic vibration of its own, everything has a vibrational frequency and then this frequency is collapsed into matter by consciousness, which creates the physical reality that we see around us. There are many, many scientists, quantum physicists, who believe that we are living in a holographic universe. And as I talked about in a previous episode, Professor James Gates and his team discovered error-correcting code hidden in the equations that were used to describe the universe. This error-correcting code is the same code that is used in search engines to enhance the quality of the data, which then leads us to perceive or believe that if we have error-correcting code in the equations that are used to describe the universe, this code is possibly enabling us to see a certain type of reality, a certain aspect of reality, but not all of reality and this is now called base reality. So what does base reality look like? Well, we don't know. If we are living in a simulation, then there indeed may be many realities. 
But the reason that I've just told you about this is to help you see and view the universe and our world, our reality, as more of a vibrational frequency, as a holographic universe, because I think that this really helps us to see how illusionary life can be, but also how quickly we can change life. If it is all of a vibrational frequency, then we can change our reality by changing our frequency. And I find this hugely empowering, and I'm hoping that you do as well. So coming back to everything has an energetic vibration of its own, we can see that different frequencies can be added to these vibrations depending on who's entangled with it, what emotions and feelings have become entangled with it. The best example that I can give for this is, again, looking at the food that you're eating and enjoying every single day. Who made this food? Was this created by a company that uses chemicals and underpaid workers to make their food? Or was it created by a company who truly loves food and wants to spread their love of food to all of their customers? One of these foods is going to be low vibrational because the intention behind it was that the worker is underpaid, probably feeling quite stressed, maybe quite grumpy, and possibly not putting love and passion into the food as they make it. The other food is going to be high vibrational because it's pouring all of the love and passion into the food of the person that makes it. And then we can track back the supply chain and look at what are the ingredients, where have the ingredients come from? Are they using organic ingredients? Are they using ingredients from happy animals, natural farming, farmers who are happy in what they're doing and enjoying what they're doing? Or as we look back through this supply chain, is there going to be continuous stress, underpayment, exhaustion, pain, suffering, and even worse, child labor? When the food ends up on our plate, what is the energetic vibration that we are actually eating? Is this a low vibrational energy or is this a high vibrational energy? Because both of these are going to affect you. They're going to affect your energetic vibration, your vibrational frequency, which of course is why junk food, processed food brings us down in vibration. And healthy, plant-based, natural foods are going to bring us up in vibration. And finally, let's look at the energy that you are bringing to the table. What is the energy that you are bringing into your home? What is the energy that you're bringing into your job, into your career, into your business? What is your vibrational energy? Are you satisfied in life? Are you happy in life? Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you happy with the way that life is going? Are you in a fulfilling relationship? Are you in a fulfilling career? Do you feel valued by the company that you're working for? Are you living with daily purpose? Are you living with daily passion? Do you have a strong identity? Do you know yourself well? Do you know who you are? Do you know what you're passionate about? Do you know what your purpose is? This all goes hand in hand with intention because of course if we don't know what we love doing, if we don't know what our purpose is, if we don't know why we're doing something, 
if we don't know who we are, what excites us in life or what we are truly passionate about, then we will not be able to set conscious intentions. So as you probably know, all of self-development, all personal development, all spiritual development, it all starts with knowing who we are. And the fundamental part of all of this is know yourself. Because when you know yourself, you know what the intention is that you are sending out into the universe. And that intention will, of course, then create your reality. It is creating the vibrational frequency of your reality, which then is collapsed into matter via consciousness. Okay, so that's all for today. I hope that this mini-series has really helped to expand your mind and helped you to see things in a different way because it's so important what our true thoughts are in life. And our true thoughts come from our beliefs and perceptions. So it's really important to understand how you perceive life what are your beliefs around life? Because these are creating the reality that you're currently living. And maybe if you're not enjoying your current reality, start by changing your perceptions, changing your beliefs, and the rest will start to change as well. In the meantime, if you want some help with gaining more mastery over your energy and helping you to understand who you are and what makes you tick, then you may enjoy doing my energy mastery course. It's a four-week course with guided meditations to help you work through things and it's going to help you wake up your energy and help you to master your energy at your consciousness as well so that you can start creating a more conscious and enjoyable reality for yourself. If you want to discuss this or anything from my podcast episode, then do feel free to reach out to me on at Work Your Energy Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and at Work Your Energy on Twitter, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. So I look forward to catching up with you next week. Have a great week. Okay, take care. Bye.